Hey, this is Wilson. Um, as always, I'm joined by my two prestigious co-hosts, um, Shane Christopher Murray and Jason Big Mitch Mitchell. Um, so we're going to talk this week about uh, what happened in Boston, the great robbery in Boston that happened on, uh, that was Saturday. Then we're going to get into, I know Shane wanted to talk about the uh, Rui Hachimara or Roy Huchimama, if you prefer to call him that, uh, and his debut. Well, he's actually played, I guess, now. How many games he played now? Three games with the Lakers now? Two um, games. Two games with the three. Lakers. And then the trade deadline is coming three. up. Oh, three. Gets three. You're right. You're right. And then the trade deadline is coming up on uh, February the 9th. So we'll talk about that. And um, what else? What else? Oh, yeah. What, what Mitch? Uh, what else did we say we were going to talk about? LeBron chasing Kareem. LeBron chasing Kareem. Mm-hmm. Uh, 89 points left. Something like that, right? I think it's 89 um, or 80. I think it's 89. Yeah. I think it's like um, 89. And then maybe at the end we'll say something about uh about um what's his name? Uh Tom Brady retiring. Ah yes, again. I'm not buying it, but and yeah, we, yeah, we gotta wait a bit before we uh <laughs> okay, he's gone, but I'm gonna wait. Honestly, I'm gonna wait until like the season starts, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, he's retired for sure this time. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then at the um, and then oh yeah, but Mitch, to start, did you want to lead off with something that uh, we discovered last week, or are we gonna let Shane live? Listen, um, Shane Murray, I've been waiting for this moment my entire life. Oh my god. You, you sir have some explaining to do. Wait, what? Oh my god. <laughs> really? Play all day. Hey, man, I got this way. Call me Barrow, cause I'll back you like a bag of chips. I've been with you saying it's my swing and Trying to hit the high notes. Shane Murray, little did we know. Uh, Explain. Shane, Explain Shane, yourself. Shane followed me on uh, on TikTok. Uh, oh yeah. So the make a long story short, but not mm-hmm. really long story. Um, best friend. Um, probably like what college days. Had a had a software on his on his computer, you know, to record tracks on. And he was messing around with some tracks. And fast forward, he's now rapping in the Philippines. But back then, he was messing around with some tracks and asked me to hop on one. So that's how that came about. Well, who wrote wrote your rhymes? I wrote my rhymes. Oh, shoot. No ghost writers for me. No ghost writers. All right. No. And of course, Shane Murray is an accomplished poet. So mm-hmm. this is probably right. like the natural next 
step for Shane uh, to, uh, you know, put, put some of those bars of his over wax, you know, on wax. Right. We see the result. Uh, Shane Murray, he wrapped up the classic uh, Ludacris. Who, Shane, you know who made that beat, though? Huh? Who made the Splash Waterfalls beat? I know it was originally um, from from Tony, Tony, Tone. I don't know who originally made the beat, though. But it's originally from Tony, Tony, Tone, son. Right. right. Yeah, man. Shane Murray had to hop on that. He did his thing on that. And I asked him if he'd rap again, but he said he doesn't want, he's not a rapper, you know? But he's not, but he's not rapping. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably like a seven out of ten for me. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> I think I'd give it like a seven out of ten. <laughs> really? It was decent. It wasn't like super terrible. Funny because I mean, we found mix. it. It's funny because we found it out of nowhere. But <laughs> like <laughs> the, the, the mix. Um, he, what happened was he followed me on TikTok. And I followed him back. And when I looked, that was like the first thing I saw. It's like Shane. What's the matter? Really? It's <laughs> hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Oh, I gotta repost. It's been on my Snapchat for years. I gotta repost this. Oh hell, oh, God! You must that. have been proud of it, or else you wouldn't have posted it. It was a joke, man. It was. Joke. You wanted it to go viral. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make. I was a joke. TikTok, they have those like. You know, that's all TikTok is. A lot of, like other sounds and like remixes of songs. Now, you wanted people to do like TikTok trends to your to your verse, right? Right. Yes, I don't know. I was, it was just a joke. Put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta I gotta repost this uh, as soon as I find it. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh. Well. So there's that. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh. First day of Black History Month. Oh yeah, and ladies, Valentine's Day. You know, here we go. We need your boy. Oh my God, Jesus Christmas! Every time you, you see what I mean. Anytime <laughs> I give this fool any kind of compliment, he always goes one too far. Every <laughs> single time, I was with him. I was on his side. I was back in right, You ain't like single, you know. What I'm saying it's Valentine's Day. You know, I'm trying to serve the ladies. You know, oh, how about your boy? Okay. I'll ask you what Mitch asked you when you said that last time around Christmas. What do you have to offer any woman who's looking for a Valentine? I mean, we didn't already went through this, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 but specifically for <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> like, what's a what does a Shane Murray Valentine's date look like? I'm just being spoiled and pampered all day, pretty much. However, yeah. you, however, the, and whatever that details to you. So, your imagination. so what are we talking about? Just like flowers, candies. Uh, we're talking about like you giving out massages. One okay, I'll give out one Valentine's Day I did for someone that's married. You got one, a, you got do you got a technique down or not? So one Valentine's Day, I surprised her with a, took her to the massage parlor, you know, got a massage. Same one that Deshaun Watson went to or no? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I said the same one that Deshaun Watson went to or? No, fool, no. Oh, shoot. My no. bad, my bad. <laughs> no. 
Shout out to Deshaun Watson. He he, he didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Try to start slander. You know what the hell he did? He was flirting with them. He was flirting with all them girls. I don't know. Hey, I don't hey, really know hey, what. I was just watching yeah, slander. But, but you know, Mitch, he did something. we're about to go off topic, but you know, it's like those girls didn't know. I mean, seriously, they're grown women. They're massage. They're masseuse. Everybody knows a, mas- a massage is like a sexual. If it's a man, so a woman gives no. Nope, stop! Man. Stop right there, though. Stop right there before you <laughs> get cringy. Let it go. Let it go. We are gonna just proceed. Those women he, didn't know. He, he about to get us me too. Just let it go. Deshaun did something. I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's almost too many. He did something. You know, whether it was over flirting or whatever. You know, he didn't do anything wrong though. That's the thing. I mean, hey, I can't say he didn't do anything wrong. Just say he need to change up his pro his approach, whatever he's doing. It had to be like some like sexual harassment in like the workplace type of type of type of situation with with him. I don't know. I don't know specifically what he did or whatever. Whatever you know, you know he he was never taken to court. He was never put on trial, uh, a criminal trial. So you know, but whatever was, he you know, how he approached it, how he approached them. He, it made him uncomfortable, so he got to change up what he's doing. Like I said, man, you know, it's sexual harassment in the workplace, so he did something. He did something yeah. to make make him uncomfortable. At least, like, three or four. I feel like a, a couple of them probably just hopped on the train, but, you know, at least... Women women at, least like, at least, like, four or five of them were, like, uncomfortable by something that he did, so... so I'm mean, saying you, you got to change something up. Like whatever he so. said or wherever he however whatever he comes he out said, whatever he did, hopefully he changed it up. It's probably no massage partners in Cleveland anyway, so he should be good to go. <laughs> well uh, okay. Uh so now with that out the way, I guess actually fuck the Sean Watson, man. I I drafted <laughs> him. I, mean, I drafted him like late in the rounds in fantasy. That fool didn't do dog shit. Fuck the shot. I oh, mean, he That's did sit out what 10 games? Yeah, well, shit. Gotta expect some rust. I expect rust for like one game. You gotta shake that shit off. But it wasn't yeah. just 10 games either. He missed all that season. It was a That's season awesome. and a half. Um, like I said, like, that's a lot it was of rust. like two seasons. That's a lot of damn rush. It's funny you mentioned fantasy, because I in the fantasy league that I started that you guys were both in. Uh, when it's, it's, it's weird when the, when the, uh, DeMar Hamlin thing happened, I was facing our old high school buddy, uh, uh, Lionel Escamilla and it was, you know, we were, it was a championship. So I guess, was, I don't know, I don't know what happened, but you know, the game got stopped and I had a lead on Lionel by like half a point and I was like, yes, I get to advance. But the next week I played him, uh, again and he went and kicked my ass and he won the, he won the title. So, gotcha. uh, but yeah, let's. Um... Funny enough, in my uh, in my other league, his sister Zio, she was losing to Herbert, and that was like for the championship. She was losing by four points. She had Singletary and T Higgins left to play. Now, like you know, the game got canceled, and Herbert was winning. So I said, "Hey, man, injuries happen." Whatever ESPN says, whoever ESPN says is the winner, that's the winner. ESPN said Herbert was the winner. I said, hey, Herbert's the winner. She was not, she was not happy. 
She yeah. was not happy. She was not happy. It's hard to be Roger Goodell. I'm sorry. It's not easy being a commissioner. Nobody's <laughs> going to be happy with your decisions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was it was interesting. But you know, I don't know. Did they replay their Did they replay their game next week, Mitch? No, that was it. That was it. Nope. You because you know it's like a no. You can't because you know in fantasy it's like that was it. I mean. Different matchups, like it was literally it was literally the championship. So nah, it was over. Re- well, yeah, whatever, for whatever reason in my league it went um, all eight, all eighteen weeks. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we, me and Lana had to face again. He won. He won the title. But okay. Uh, so moving on to the Lakers. Um, right. The Lakers uh, were in Boston on Saturday. Mm. Um, Got cheated again. Anthony Davis came back. At first, we thought he was going to come back for the game uh, against Boston, but they came back the game before that. Who did they play that game before that, Shane? Uh, I forgot. Mitch? Please hold. The Spurs. Right. We, We beat the Spurs. Yep. And then uh, we went to Boston on Saturday. Right. And on the last play of regulation, LeBron James um, drove to the basket and he uh, was hacked on his left arm. Um, Clearly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was clear as day. And there was no call. It was obvious. To me, you mix that with the fact that, um, you know, you had, uh, I feel like Jalen Brown was getting a heck of a whistle, you know? Oh, my gosh. They were putting him on the line, and then when the game was over, they had him up there talking like he was Michael Jordan. Well, you're not Michael Jordan. <laughs> and I was sitting on here before that I liked Tatum and Brown, but that kind of turned me against them, that uh, game uh, and how that uh, unfolded. Um, and, uh, you know, with the Lakers, lost that game, and it was, I mean, it was a lightning rod on, 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 on social media, uh, and they had the uh, the referees association on Twitter, uh, you know, say that they were uh, called sleepless nights, you know, because they were. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. The the, uh, the call, <laughs> and of course, LeBron's reaction was an immediate, you know, meme. You know, he this one of the, I mean, <laughs> he went insane pretty much. That there was no call, and then you had Pat Bev coming out and. You know, with the with the camera and getting a tech was showing the ref, hey man, that's a foul. And, of course, <laughs> that, and Pat Bev in regulation almost saved the day with that freaking three as Miss had, and that putback. Oh Nobody could. LeBron was he had like our he had like our last seven points. Yeah. And it all got wiped away because some stupid referee didn't call a foul that was right in front of him. Man, this was gonna be Patrick Beverly's like statement game as a Laker. Oh Lord, <laughs> it's true. Seriously, no statement game no. as a Laker. No, guaranteed. No. Listen, before I'll tell you why. He's been, he's been playing bad. He's starting to play good. Starting to play good, and then he leads the team to a victory. And not just any victory against the Celtics. If you do it against the Celtics, that's a statement game. It's the Celtics. 
Uh-huh. It's Lakers. It's Celtics. Come on. What else needs to be said? That the clutch three, the putback. Oh my gosh, I, that fool came out of nowhere. He came from the three point line. He raised up. <laughs> and I had never known. I had never seen Pat Bev dunk before. That's what I said. I was like, I don't know year. Yeah. Huh? At first they said since 2020, then he corrected and said he dunked in the playoffs last year. Right. But, you know, uh, regardless, Pat Bev is not a dunker. You know, He's not a dunker. Hey, did you guys know Did you guys know that Pat Bev – I didn't realize this until I think last week. Did you guys know that Pat Bev was actually drafted by the Lakers? Yeah, he got traded yeah. to Miami. Right. And then he played three years overseas, mm-hmm. and then he came back and started his NBA career. But I did not know that Pat Bev was, was actually drafted by the yeah. Lakers. Um, that was during the championship years. Right. It was in 2009. So, you mm-hmm. know, if he had made the team in, uh, in, in for 2010, he would have won a championship with Kobe. Kobe's last championship year. Wow. So, I mean, we had Farmer and Shannon Brown. So, he wasn't, he wasn't getting no PT. Okay, Shane. He wasn't. Well, who's had a better career now, Patrick Beverly or Jordan Farmer? Jordan Farmer, by any means. What you talking about? So Jordan Farmer's had a better career than Patrick Beverly? Yes. Pat Beverly had made more money, probably, but he ain't had a better career than Jordan Farmer. Tripping. How, how is that possible? <laughs> you forget Jordan Farmer was an All-American at UCLA. He played at We're talking about NBA. Don't do that. Don't, don't, no, no, no. Don't do that. Go, I'm, yeah. I'm going down the list, but did he get the NBA? Got two rings for the Lakers. He played at least seven, eight seasons. Then he made money overseas. Hmm. So he, he actually a, took a pay cut to come back to the Lakers. So he's had a better NBA career than Patrick Beverly. Yes. Most <laughs> points, more assists. Shane, will I you please like, stop it? <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Patrick Beverly definitely has more notoriety in the NBA than Jordan Farmer did. Because people sleep. Okay. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> so Pat Bev. His rookie year would have been 2010. So, actually, he did three years overseas. So, his rookie year was actually in the NBA was 2013. That would put him now in year 11. Did Farmer play 11 years? And Pat Bev has made three all defensive teams. You know, um, Farmer, yeah. Farmer got two rings. That trumps three defensive teams. Why? So, so, okay. So, who had a better NBA career? DJ Benga or uh, or Patrick Bevel? Now, see, now you. Now you doing? You just said you much. just said Farmer got two rings like that was the end all be all. He was a contributor in those two rings. Banga wasn't a contributor. Oh, he did a lot. What the hell? Hey, hey, <laughs> no DJ Banga slander <laughs> on my plate. He had a better game than than DJ Pat. So you're not about to you're not about to diss Jordan Farmer. I'm not, not dissing Jordan Farmer. I love him. He's a Laker. He's from LA. Uh. He's he's LA trash all the way Pat Bev over him though. We're trying to. So so you telling me that Pat so so once again I'm gonna say it again. Jordan Farmer had a better NBA career than Patrick Beverly. Yes. There's just no reason when you say. I don't know. Oh. I think it's actually a fair question. Why? That's not a fair question. That's it's insulting. I don't think Same. so. What is very insulting? Jordan Farmer clearly had more team success. I feel like Patrick Beverly has had he was more a better player. 
Patrick Beverly has had more individual <laughs> success. That's what? what? Your Shay, what are you talking about, brother? Well, you act true. like Jordan Swamaya. I'm not talking about Van Exel. You know, I'm not talking about Derek Fisher. You acted like Foreman was a scrub. He wasn't a scrub. Nobody said that. That's what you acting like. No. I just said. Pat Bay don't even average 10 points a game. Did Swamaya average more, 10 points he's a had game? More, Patrick Beverly yes, has he had is. more. Patrick Beverly has had more individual success than Jordan Foreman. As far as what? What do you call it? Because he had he's three. Uh, he's a that made a defensive all team. That's individual success. That doesn't matter. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? No, that doesn't defense. matter. De- De- not when somebody matters. has a long track list of accolades. In what the are, NBA, what, what accolades does George Farmer have in the NBA? He was Thank on two you. championship teams as a backup point guard. I mean, look who he's playing behind, man. That's what I'm saying. Like I said, Jordan Farmer has had more team success than Patrick Beverly. But what are what are Jordan Farmer's individual accolades? Can you tell me? I mean, I he's burned. He didn't get a chance to have I hate game. when you do this. You got me out of here sounding like I'm trying to hate on Jordan Farmer when <laughs> I don't hate on, like, what the heck, man? Just tell the truth. I mean, you don't want to love it on Pat Bev for whatever reason. Pat Bev is I'm, trash as fuck. I'm being fair. You're not. Why is it okay, Shane, for you to call Pat Bev trash, but right. we can't ever talk to call anybody trash? Right. Because it's clearly, it's blatantly obvious that Pat Bev is trash. Shane, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Accusations. <laughs> Why do y'all like him so much? <laughs> Ricky Ross. Why do y'all like him so much? Say, what, what you can't deny. He plays hard. He came from the gutter. He got it out the mud. What do you mean? This man pulled I mean, he has a major story. He had no game. He got enough game to, like, uh, play, what, 11 years in the NBA? Bobby Rose stuck with it. Farmer didn't play 11 years in the NBA. That's his choice. You just cannot argue. It doesn't matter what you say. Shane Murray has a, like a back door. Like, dog, he took a pay cut to come back to the Lakers. I don't think you he, he goes overseas when he's getting that bread. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have oh, so he's doing choice. better. Oh God! So, so playing overseas is better. Beverly's making thirteen million dollars a year, and he's actually making more than that overseas. Farmer makes more than thirteen million dollars a year overseas. That he was making more, he's not playing no more. So, he so was Farmer, more t- so back then, Farmer was making thirteen million dollars a year overseas. He was making more than that. He took a pay cut. To How much back. was he making? I believe it was at least twenty. He was making twenty. Come on, Shane. Come Look, on. It up. <laughs> Look it up. Stop, Look it up. He was stop, not making stop. twenty no, million dollars. He, was, he million. took a pay cut. Yeah, he took probably took a pay, t- a pay cut from man. three million in the veteran minimum or something like that to come back. No, it wasn't all three three million. You you no, no. Either way, Shane Murray, can you tell me any individual accolades in the NBA that Jordan Farmer had? I mean, he couldn't get it. He's playing. He's playing behind. Okay, Shane. So, but let's can we make why he keeps the second time we say look who he's playing behind. Derek Fisher, we love him. He was a good player. But you're talking like he was Magic Johnson, Shane. Like, come on, bro. I'm not, you're not, you're not going to start over Derek Fisher, man. 
Shane, you can't take Derek Fisher's Payton, job. Derek. Huh? <laughs> Gary Payton came in and started over Derek Fisher. What do you mean? Yeah, That's you a about? Hall of Famer. <laughs> what is wrong with this guy? Dude, I can't stand him. He does this all the time. He be making me hate on people you that say, I you like. Talk, you say you talk like time. Gary Payton, like Gary Payton wasn't the shit. Gary Payton is the glove. Of course he goes to start over he there. Started off, he started off. He, would, he came off the bench behind Ben Axel. Then he was behind He was off the bench behind Ron Harper the first championship year. Then he started <laughs> the next three years. Then GP came. GP took the starting job. What are you talking about? Are you talking about this is Magic Johnson? No, but I'm saying because of Derek Fisher's track record, because of his respect on the team, and because of his seniority, he uh, Farmer is not going to start over that. There's no way. So when so okay, so if Farmer, Farmer, Farmer was better, he would have started. Right, exactly. Let's be honest. So so let me ask you a question. Now Shane. you're trying to make him sound like a screw up. Let me ask you a question, Shay. Let me ask you a question. He so wasn't when, better than Fisher. When, when Farmar left, you right, make it sound like Derek Fisher trash now. I think that's I not think, what I said. I that's, think, yo, that's, what you, that's what you acted like. No. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> when Farmar left the Lakers, Shane, didn't he go to New Jersey or something like that? Brooklyn. He went to New Jersey, and his last stop was Memphis, and he went to the Clippers. They were in Brooklyn, yet. And what, yeah. New Jersey. Sorry. And, and, so, and what type of numbers was Farmar putting up when he went to those teams? I wasn't watching him doing this. I couldn't tell you. Oh, all of a sudden, huh? <laughs> I guess he wasn't good enough for you to watch, huh? No, it just wasn't on TV. He wasn't on TV. No, he wasn't on TV. He left. So you don't even know what you're talking about. They don't get no Brooklyn game. They don't get no Memphis game. Give me a what? So you don't know what type of numbers he was. We know he. I don't think he averaged ever average ten points a game for the Lakers far And then when he yeah one year we had close to ten. Uh, was, I think that was all eight. Yeah, I was like nine. So you're saying, again. hold on. So this guy, <laughs> so you're saying Jordan Farmar is like, you know, and you're calling Patrick Beverly's trash because he doesn't average 10 points. If Jordan Farmar never averaged 10 points, what does that make him? Well, first off, Farmar didn't average 10 points a game because of who he was playing with. <laughs> Patrick Beverly don't average 10 points a game because he's fucking trash. Who? But that's what I'm saying. That what, doesn't make any what sense. What teams does Patrick Beverly does make on? sense. Pepe ain't got yes. no game. Jordan Farmer had to uh, play behind uh, le- le- like a legend. And then he had to go to places where there was some uh, seniority and there was some politics going on. So you're telling me Patrick Beverly has never played with anybody good? He played with people good, but he didn't make them better. He didn't do any- anything good on those teams. And what did Jordan Farmer do? <laughs> he helped win two championships. Help you in LA. Player, so what, what are you talking about? A good player off the bench, no question. I love him. But Pat, but Pat and Bev, act like it then. But Pat, Pat, but Pat Bev did in Houston alone on some good Rockets team. He didn't do shit side. in Houston. That's all James Harden. Get off his nutsack, man. This man here, you need some help, Shane. You really no, do. It's like when remember when Denzel and uh, and he got game set. He told he told Ray. Get that hatred out your heart. Get that <laughs> hatred out Bad your Bad heart. Bad don't have no game, man. He didn't have no handles. He can barely shoot. His defense is overrated. He's oh garbage. Hey, did you guys see where Sauce Gardner said that Eli Apple was the uh, Pat Bev of the of the NFL? They were saying, yeah, Eli Apple don't be doing nothing. <laughs> he be talking all the time. <laughs> they did but, see that. Yeah, that was funny. Um, 
we'll right. get to we'll get to that. Hold on, I got something for you. Hold on. So, let's see. In oh shoot, let's see. And mind you, Memphis is played behind Mike. Two thousand. The Clippers is played behind Chris Paul, I believe. So in two thousand eight, on the Lakers, Jordan Palmer averaged six point four points. In 2009, he averaged 7.2 points. In 2010, when he left to go to the Nets, he averaged 9.6 points. The next year, he averaged 10.4 points. In 2011, he came back to the Lakers in 2013, and he averaged 10.1 points. Like So tell us 10.4 10, 10. 10. points is his highest average. That was that Lakers, the last Lakers year. Ten point four? No, that was his first Nets year. No, sorry, his second Nets year. I have a question. What what was their record that year, the Nets? If you can pull that out, if you just click on their team that year, are you a basketball reference? Two thousand eleven. Yeah, they were fourth in the Eastern Conference. Okay, that's good. They were thirty one and twenty. Oh, sorry, that's awkward. This is that's this year. I'm looking for. Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> Damn. What, what year am I looking for? Let's see. Hold on, let me go back. 2010 was his last year with the Lakers. So. Yeah. Hold on, let me go back, back, back in time. 2011 Nets. 2011. They were 24 and 58. <laughs> so, yeah, 10 points a game on a team that went 24 and 58 came. They were in 12th place. <laughs> Ain't that last? No, not quite last. No, damn near. no, no. no. It, you know, close to last, but not last. <laughs> Come on now, Shane. And then when that, that, that Lakers year, that last 2014, that was the, you know, that was the year after Kobe got hurt. That was a terrible team, obviously, you know. Um, I had nothing to do with Jordan Farmer. So what makes Jordan... Oh bro, I can't believe we've been talking about this so long. I don't know how we got on this, on yeah, this topic. You the one that made it go on. Can you try to put him over Pat Bev? You just, just cap. You just you heard you just say it? Truth came out. What? <laughs> you said, you, you said I'm, I'm trying to put him over Pat, Pat Bev. That's cap. That's cap. So Pat Bev. He's not, he not, Pat Bev not better than him. So uh, so we just went through Jordan Farmer's highest point total was 10.4 <laughs> points. Patrick Beverly's highest points in a season, 12.2. Ooh, dang. Rebuttal or yeah. not? Huh? Oh, more points doesn't make it better now, right? He got 12.2, but he's still not better. Jay Murray, once again, why do you do this to yourself, man? You do this every single time. But yeah, man. We were trying to talk Patrick about Beverly. Patrick Beverly averaged uh averaged over ten points three years in his is in his NBA career. Jordan Farmer only two. <laughs> well, in fairness, Pat Bev 
started more in certain oh. areas. Oh, and why is that? Why is that? Because of Ting. <laughs> I hope to one day lie to myself as good as Shane Murray does. Murray something else, man. My goodness, dude. What is wrong that is with still you? trash, but we can move on now because y'all ain't going to. Y'all gonna leave Pat Bed fast. Patrick Beverly isn't trash. Jordan Farmer isn't trash. They are both. They are. They were. They were both. And you know, Patrick Beverly is still playing, but they are both. They're. They're. You know, when we look back at their careers, they were both very solid NBA players. That Pat Bev is not solid. I'm not going to let you give. Here we go. Chris, Jesus, Christmas man. Why can't you just give him that? No, I'm not going to give him that. Why? Hey, trash. Because he plays defense. You don't really play no defense to be. Are you just looking at this year or are we? T- oh. I'm looking at him, period. He don't play defense. He has to take. He talks shit. So, so how did he make three all defensive teams? They just gave it to him for no reason? It's popular vote. In the media, really? Yep. How do you think Kobe only had one MVP? Mitch, is Shane screen frozen or is it just me? No, he, he went he went dark. Okay, Shane, please uh, fix yourself, sir. Listen. Oh, there it is. Listen, all his lies finally caught up to him and they kicked him off the zoom. You know, kicked him <laughs> off the zoom. You know. <laughs> what's wrong with this guy? I don't know what's wrong with this dude, man. He just won't stop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Every time he always makes me hate on people that I don't want to hate. Yeah, on. he always makes us do that. We like, we love these guys, but he always has to like overhype them or something. I don't know what it is because he's from. Is it because Jordan Farmer's from LA? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. You just never. You just never know what old Shane Murray. In lost your mind. But okay, it's uh, because he doesn't value defense. That's why. I value defense. I don't know if I value overrated one-dimensional players. You and that's what he literally, is. You literally just contradicted yourself. No, I didn't. You, you did it? No, I didn't. Would you rather have a one-dimensional offensive player or a one-dimensional defensive player? One-dimensional offensive player. Because you don't care about defense. Exactly. I do care about defense. What's next? What's next? Boom. Lawyered. Buckets, it's buckets. Defense wins championships, my guy. Bet a strong offense beats a strong defense. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. All right. There's a there's a reason why the saying is the saying because it's true. Defense wins championships. So if Rod Artesto hit that three, do we still win? Yes, we would have gotten a stop because our defense was superior. That's- Okay. All right. All right. Uh, well, going back to what happened in in, uh, in Boston, on a scale of one to ten, Shay, how angry were you when they did not call that uh, hack uh, that I think it was Tatum uh, committed uh, against LeBron? Uh, it was about an eight. Okay. Simmered down because, as, as we said before, we hopped on. At one point, the Lakers got had an 11-point lead. So, as much as 
We want to jump on the refs for the fourth time this year deciding the game. We can't keep putting ourselves in position to have them decide the game for us. you got to learn how to bury teams once you get the lead. Like even in the um, the Knicks game last night, they at one point they had a five- to eight-point lead, and they, it just evaporated in the fourth quarter. They had to go another overtime. Like the, as LeBron constantly been saying, the margin for error is small with this team. So when you get a lead, they got to learn how to hold on to it. So that's my stance. Smith? These refs are cheaters. I don't know how much they're being paid. Uh, that ref, his whole family is Celtics fans. We have found out the truth. There the Celtics something. are 36 and 2 when he is refing their games. That's not a coincidence. Nah, <laughs> it's not. That's ridiculous. I need him to NBA. Adam Silver. I need him to be investigated immediately and expeditiously. <laughs> and I'm on a side note, right now. On a side investigate note. Him. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this. Um my pops is a retired referee. Uh certified LA unified referee and, you know. <laughs> and he used to take me to some of the meetings in there in terms of what what they call fouls who should get a foul and everything else and let me just say to make a long story short it's pretty comical how bad referees can they, they get so yeah just this starts from the bottom up. Just want to bring that to your attention, and you can take it how you want. Did Shane Murray just expose referee misconduct? <laughs> <laughs> well, Shane, you said that. Are we talking about LA Unified School District referees or NBA referees? Like I said, they uh, NBA referees have to start somewhere. So a lot of they, there's a few that started from, you know the local the area referee system and then came up. So so, so we said this is what Shane Murray said. <laughs> Shane Murray said when he was a little kid <laughs> his dad took him to a referee meeting. No because I just I mean I used to go to I used to sit there and chill and like a flying wall and listen to what they talk about. And you're comparing that to what happens in the NBA Shane? It's Starts from somewhere, Anthony. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, this like, come on, man. That's a foul. Like, dude, the the the, the stupid ref was sitting right there looking at his arm. Bro. Like, I get the whole you got to swallow your whistle at the end of a game, but come on, man. When it's obvious like that. You gotta fucking blow the whistle, man. Like LeBron finally didn't settle for a three. He did what he does best. He went to the rack. We we never gonna see him go to the rack to to try to win a game ever again. Like <laughs> fucking refs ruined it. I mean, I was I was so glad that he went to the basket 
And Me too. And didn't because he usually will take jumpers like, bro, you're not yeah. Kobe, you're not Jordan. Get no. to the rim. And he did it, and then they were, they screwed him up. That's why he got so mad because you know he had missed a couple, I think, game winners for us, and then he, you know, he went to the basket, he did the right thing, and they still didn't call it. And that's what I think. I think what you know, his previous misses and him wanting to get that one so bad. But, but what he maybe more mad about that game more than the rest is that fourth quarter in overtime with Darvin Ham's three guard lineup. Hold on, look, we'll, we'll get into that. But like, also, right. just a just a minor side note before we get into that. <laughs> Listen, I was very upset, very upset, you know, by the 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 blown call. But man, to see a six nine two sixty five LeBron <laughs> throw a tantrum like that, I'm not gonna lie, I was laughing a little bit. Just he he legit threw a tantrum like a big child. I was just like, I feel you, LeBron, but it's still funny to see just like. He really legit threw a tantrum. It was funny. But, yeah, the three-guard lineup. Talk to us. Right. You had Lonnie back. Rui was, was playing. I thought you called him Roy. Roy, Roy. Well, I'm going to get the name right eventually. Give him a minute. <laughs> All right. My bad. You know, uh-huh. uh, Troy Brown is playing. Right. You, you go with Pat Bev Schroeder. And then bring a cold Russell Westbrook off off the bench in overtime, mm. like, and then you you it's, you constantly go to that lineup when we have size now. Like I understand when we didn't have size, you you have to do what you have to do. But now you got size now. What what why do you constantly go to that lineup? Can, can I play devil's advocate on this one? I totally agree that we shouldn't be playing that three guard lineup that much, right? Um. But to play devil's advocate, you know, why does he go to that lineup? I think he feels like Beverly, Russ, and Schroeder are our best defenders. So he wants our best defenders out there. And that's why he goes to that three-guard lineup a lot, I think. I mean, that's a fair assessment, but 6-1 against 6 Six, six, seven, six, eight, six, nine. I agree. And then overtime with them and eight with them with AD and LeBron and LeBron need to kick the ball out. Nobody's going to step out and guard either one of them. Guard to guard who? The three guard. The three guards. Nobody's going to. They're going to let them shoot that three. They like. So. Yeah, like if Schroeder. And Westbrook might get, then they might get lucky hit a couple, but in terms of like seeing them at the threat, wow! I'm, I'm leaving. You think, leave you, you think all three of them are just like minimal three point threats? Pat Ben's a moderate three point threat, but the other two, no. Damn. Yeah, I would give Shoulder a moderate threat too. I mean, I feel like when he takes his time, he's pretty. He's pretty knocked down. He's better this year, but he's not known for being a three-point shooter. And we know Russ is streaky. You know, he can get hot. He can get hot. He can get hot, but but in fairness, like, scout report, you're leaving them open. And those are the three guys you got got on the court. Damn. I mean, like I said, I don't think we should be going to that lineup too much. Um. No, An argument can be made that Schroeder 
was playing decent in that game. Pat Bev, you know, in your words, had a statement game that game. He was going and to. We lost, so the statement, you know, didn't happen. Then Russ is Russ. Russ is Hall of Famer. So, yeah, so you argue can be made for that lineup, but when you got size and you just picked up somebody that's supposed to help you with your size, to help you guard a Tatum or Jalen Brown and you don't play him, that's, that's a head-scratcher. Yeah. I mean, we gave up three picks. I mean, I don't know which way, man. I agree. I mean, the fact that Darwin brought Russ back in in OT, I was just like, I mean, bruh. After you said the like, whole fourth quarter. After sitting the whole fourth quarter, I was like, but I was like, bruh, if – if he would have brought Russ back in earlier, I think Russ would have brought the energy that he brought in the overtime. And right. we wouldn't we wouldn't even needed the ref to be in the way to blow that call if he would have put Russ back in earlier. Right. Um that's what I think. But the trade deadline is coming up February 9th. So that's gonna be next Tuesday. So a week from tomorrow. Um, if it were me, I've said before, I don't think the Lakers need any more players. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, Mitch, I was talking to uh, Zito Hill, our old friend, yesterday. Oh, and he was <laughs> ranting and raving about, you know. <laughs> I told him to go on the YouTube and look at the clip of you and Shane uh, – Arguing as you know, you a Vikings fan, Shane a Cowboys fan, Vito is a Cowboys fan. Well, and in the right. process of, of us talking, Vito said something. He said that the the Minnesota Vikings are always oh. one player away. <laughs> and I thought about it, I said, you gotta record. Maybe they had some squads, man, back when they had you know, they yeah, had they won they made the NFC championship with with Randall Cunningham. They made one yeah. with Culpepper, I think. Uh, they made one with uh, who was their quarterback? You guy, Keenum, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and now they have good teams now with, um, you know, with, with Kirk Cousins. But it's like they're just, it's just, I'm like, there's always one piece missing. But I, I think, I think uh, one of our best chances was actually when we had Brett Favre. But unfortunately, that's right. Another really Saints, good team, the Saints and Bounty Gate. I mean, got in our way on that one. That's right. I forgot about that team. That. That was a hell of a team. That paper. was a hell of a team. Our defense was top notch. Top notch. We still had Jared Allen. You know, he was wreaking havoc. Brett Favre still had just enough left. Adrian Peterson was at the height of his powers, man. Right. Leo, the last Viking team I respected. Percy Harvin was on that team. Wasn't he? he was a rookie, wasn't he? Percy. Yeah, Harvin. we had Percy Harvin. Um, you know, and really they were better than that Saints team, but you know, bounty gate, man. Um, I hate and, the Saints. Yeah, and then so my, my, my point in bringing that up is that I feel like the Lakers are—they don't need any more players. The Lakers have everything they need. You obviously have been able to follow Twitter. The 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 the, 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 the Hachimura trade was a good trade. It got us some more size and other it, guys. Big six eight guy, like Shane said, what he brings on the wing is uh, it can it can really help us. Uh, but I think the most important thing for the Lakers is. You know, LeBron has and AD have to be out there in the court. LeBron's been pretty good with that this year. He's missed some some games just kind of 
he hasn't really been injured. You know, he's he's pretty much missed games for basically load load managing, basically or glorified load managing. And he's um if he's gonna miss back to backs, let's just say that. Like, you know, we we see what's happening, bro. But like, come on. Like let the fans know like let the fans know in advance LeBron James will not play in back to back games. So that they can know not to buy those tickets if they're really I mean, not to do it because he has played in back to back games this year. Not a lot, but he has. So it's but ba- he based it based on how he wakes up, basically. Man. It sucks, but um, but yeah, going back to the trade deadline, I mean if this ends up being the team after the trade deadline, I'm I'm good with it. But at the same time, you if you can make a trade to upgrade, you got to look at it. And we're in on a lot of players. Hold on, before I touch on that, I just want to say really quick. Listen, we it's hard to like try to low manage when we're in like 12th place. Like yeah. we need all the wins, we need all the wins that we can get. We like, come on, guys. Like right. they set out that game against the against the Nets. When KD was, that could have been a win right there. Even it if just eighty, even if just eighty played, it, it, it could have. All the wins we can get our hands on, we just like. But either way, I mean, so Shamery, if this is the team, you're good. But if a trade out there can make us better, you're down for that too. What trade do you think we could make that would make us better? Um. Personally, if you can find a way to get Brogdanovich off of Detroit, that would help. Oh. Who would you give up? Who would you be willing to give up to give I mean, Brogdanovich? I mean, they're asking for at least an unprotected first-round pick. I think that's too rich for my blood, but if you oh, happen God. to do that, hmm. fine. Like, I, 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 I wouldn't. I would be a little upset with it, but it is what it is. We got it. We can move forward. So, I'll mm-hmm. we there's a lot of uh, buzz about uh, Gary Trent Jr. and or uh, Fred Fratfleet and Gary Trent Jr. I've always been a Gary Trent Jr. fan, and and Fred Fratfleet's a hell of a, hell of a point guard. He's and a hell unfortunately, of a you know what I'm saying. Russ is still in these talks. So my thing is. If you, I'm not, I don't want to see Russ traded, but if you trade Russ, you got to get some type of point guard back because he's, despite how you feel about LeBron's playmaking and passing, Russ is the best point guard in his team. I don't care what nobody got to say about that. So if you take away playmaking because you're mad about the contract and Russ supposed to be a liability in the playoffs, you know, that's putting, that's weakening your team because Russ, um, there's a stat out there where, um, uh, Russ uh, is in Russ. Uh, Wayne scored thirty-two percent of his black buckets off of Russ's passes. Russell in overtime last night against the Knicks. You don't uh, win that game without Russ. Russ, Russ scored or the or Russ scored or assisted on four of the six. The four. Of the, oh my gosh, Russell Westbrook scored or assisted on four of the six baskets that we had in overtime against the Knicks. So. And he moved yes. in tenth in all time all time assists. So yes, only overshadowed by LeBron moving into fourth on the assist list. So right. So I'm saying if, I don't want to see him traded, but if you do trade him, you got to have a point guard coming back for me. And you know that Toronto deal don't seem so bad to me. 
And then even though I don't like the deal, the Spurs are still involved with the either Jason Richardson, Jason, I forgot his last name, but uh, Jason and Portal, the big man, or either one of those, that's still an option. That's floating up, which uh, I'm not a fan of either one of them. Where's the buzz on Buddy Heald, though? Buddy Heald is still an option, but, uh, you know, more so looking at uh, Miles Turner, who still is tradable, even though he signed an extension. Who would you rather have? Huh? If we could if we could get one of those, if we could pry away one of those people, who would you rather have, Buddy Heald or Miles Turner? You're going to say Buddy Heald. I would, I would say Buddy Heald, but I'm worried. Jarvis Head's not going to play him. That's, that's my thing. Why not? Because he don't play no defense? Yeah. Oh. And because it's a three-guard <laughs> lineup. I think Buddy could shoot good enough that he would have to. Oh, sh- never mind. Because Matt Ryan couldn't see the floor no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're uh, running out of time. Okay, we won't we be in these talks and rumors until it ends. So. So we, we run out of time, so I want to give you guys both two minutes each if you even have anything to say about Tom Brady retiring for what will likely be, he says it's for good. Mm-hmm. You guys got anything? I know. I mean, you might have. I... I mean, I have an unpopular opinion. I felt he should have stayed retired the first time and stick, I stick I with his family. At all. I think stick. a lot of people feel that. I mean, a lot of people would pl- applaud it when he came back. But, what? Um, Buccaneers fans? A lot of people. A lot of people. Like, Buccaneers fans, yeah. But but me personally, I feel he says retired the first time. He had to stick with his family. He had he could have just gone down to the sunset, become a, the father that everybody wanted him to be in the family. Now he comes back, uh, come, goes to retirement, supposedly. We'll see how long he retires. Comes to come back to retirement. No family to go back to. Broken home. You know, so back single at 45. Yeah, I just wonder if it was worth it for him to lose his family for one more season of an eight and nine football losing in the first, in the you know, wild card round of the playoffs. Cowboys. Oh, yeah. What a way to go out. Maybe he should come back one more time just so that his last loss wasn't against the Cowboys. I mean, there's still time. I mean, a lot of, there was a lot of buzz about him probably going to San Francisco or Oakland. That's still mm-hmm. possible, but I I mean, I feel like he's depressed and needs a minute to sit down for a little bit and get his thoughts together. Because you lost, you, you lost your family, you know, chasing a game that you already won 11 damn rings in. Like, seven? Well, he don't 11 rings. Yeah. Same like 11, but yeah, seven. Uh, very quickly, uh, back to Abroad. He's 89 points away from the record. Who are the Lakers next three games? I know it's Indiana, then who? Uh, Indiana. say Oklahoma City? No, Indiana, and then the Pelicans on Saturday. Pelicans. Then, yeah. back, then back home against OKC on Tuesday. And you know what the fourth one, the one after that is? After that, it's Thursday against the Bucks at home. Hmm. He might aim for that one a bit because Kareem played for the Bucks, and it'll be at home. It's against Giannis. You know, he might aim for that one and break the record. You know, he know LeBron likes to be like he has a yeah. sense of drama. <laughs> uh, but, That'll okay. be good. You know what I'm saying? Then Kareem could be here. And... 
Yeah. Um, if you got anything you want to say to an old friend of ours? Yeah, definitely. Um, also, really quick on LeBron approaching the record. I mean, I'm going to be so happy when this is all over. We can stop focusing on that on the record and start trying to focus on actually getting to the playoffs. I think if we make a really strong push, you know, the West is all jumbled up. We could wind up. We don't even have to be in the play in if we can just get our shit together. But right. And, you know, I know. Um, and for Brady. I hope he stays retired. Oh, my gosh. I hope he stays retired. He should stay retired last time. I knew if he came back, it wasn't going to like the Bucks weren't going to do anything like and we saw it. He just didn't see it. He's just he was just holding on and unfortunately lost his family or, you know, they got divorced. I think they still live like across the street from each other. So, you know, I got my fingers crossed for a reconciliation for for Tom and Giselle. I'm rooting for you. I'm, ro- I'm rooting for you, Tom and Giselle. I hope y'all can make it work. You got a boyfriend now. Hey, man, Tom, when you're when Tom Brady is your ex, you're never you always got a chance. I'm just saying all the come all the comeback I mean, drives, all of the comeback drives that he had during his career, he can he can manufacture one more comeback drive and score Giselle one one more time. <laughs> I don't know. He just, that was and, the last straw, man. He was and I know our I know that uh, I know our boy Herbert wanted to come on. Congratulate, uh, <laughs> you know, pre congratulate LeBron, congratulate Brady on a Hall of Fame career, first ballot, Avi. Uh, but unfortunately, we talked way too much. About Shane Murray's rapping skills, exactly. um, which, then, with, which which Herbert also wanted to touch on, but unfortunately we ran out of time. I'm sorry, Herbert. And then he and then he sidetracked us with the whole Jordan Farmer thing. So yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that's right. This, this is it. Okay, I mean, so you're the one that tried to put bad bad or we talked about it for 20 minutes. Oh. All right, <laughs> all right. So before we get out of here, just a few reminders. If you're watching this on on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button next to the Complete Lakers podcast. If you prefer the audio version, remember to rate, review, or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcatcher. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TC Pod Network and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Lakers podcast. And finally, uh, send feedback and mailback questions to Complete Lakers Podcast at gmail.com. We are out.